listen to a radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. Hey everybody, welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine, and I am so happy to have you here. It is July the 11th, 2022, 7-11-22. This is your favorite podcast, or soon-to-be favorite podcast, Stick with me for less than half an hour of random thoughts coming from me, your Generation Next veteran, and the voice of the people. I'm seeing a decent spike in listeners, which means that uh, people are really paying attention to Joey Valentine, and that makes me so super-duper happy. So what's going on? How was everybody's weekend? Was it good? I know it was hot. It was 105 here in Texas. 105. But I got a new air conditioner, and it kicks ass. 6,000 BTUs. Blowing ice-cold air in here. I could keep meat fresh in my room right now. I'm wearing a blanket. (laughs) I just couldn't do it anymore, man. I couldn't survive in this heat without getting a new air conditioner. It was actually a great deal on Wayfair. I'd never shopped there before, and I was able to score a 6,000 BTU wall unit for just a little over 200 bucks. Pretty, pretty good deal. So sorry I cheated on you, Amazon. I was at Walmart earlier today. I just had to share this with you guys. I thought it was so funny. I'm at Walmart earlier today, and I was buying um, some health food, (laughs) some some apples and stuff. Okay, I was buying ice cream. Cookies and cream ice cream. I don't know what it is about the great value cookies and cream ice cream from Walmart for $2.24, but it is exceptionally good. And I live in the state where, like, ice cream is, you know, like it's blasphemy to say that Bluebell is not the best. But they're doing something right with great value. But anyway, I'm at the self-checkout, you know, because I work at Walmart, right? (laughs) Apparently. There's no fucking point in trying to go through a register at Walmart anymore. Like, seriously, they've got two fucking people. This is a store that you could fit, like, a football game into. And they've got two people working the registers. One where the tobacco is and one, I don't know, just being stuck with taking everybody else. And then everyone else is self-checking out. I mean, that's that's like the world's greatest scam. Now, admittedly, it is much, much faster, and it's the only way I'll do things because I don't want people's hands on my shit anyway. I already know that my shit's been touched by somebody from a truck who shipped it, then touched by somebody who put it on a shelf, and then possibly by other people who are perusing the aisle. So once it gets to me after factory, truck, stalker, looky-loo, four different people have touched my product and then four other people have touched my other products so this is like a whole i know you think i'm crazy right but so this is like 50 fucking people that have touched the items in my basket by the time i check out so you people don't think about that shit but i do i get home and i'm like sanitizing everything i brought home from walmart but anyway the whole point of where i was going with that story was that i went to get some ice cream and i did the self-checkout and then there was a gentleman in front of me as we were leaving he was an african-american or black if you will man with a shopping cart and the uh and the doorman you know the i want to say the greeter but i guess he's the receipt checker outer guy and the guy's got just a few items i think he's got like a big bag of dog food or something in his cart now he's a black man and he stops him and he checks his receipt and then i walk 
up to him immediately after he checks the guy's receipt, and he checks mine too. Now, mind you, I'm like 10 fucking feet from the door when I check out. Not only can he see me check it out, he sees me put it in a bag, and I have one item. It's fucking ice cream. There's no way I just walked up there, set it on the sensor, bagged it, and walked away with it. He knows that. We all know that. But he checked my receipt. He fucking seriously checked my receipt. And I was like, you're checking my receipt because you checked the black guy's receipt. You just want to make it look like you weren't singling him out. I really believe that. Because like, I don't want, cause like if, he, if, if he stopped the black man and checked his receipt and he didn't stop the next person, me, Captain Pasty White, <laughs> oh, there's going to be some protesting going on. Covered his ass there. He wouldn't have stopped me. I come there for ice cream every fucking day. He sees me. Sorry, I just, I mean, there's nothing funny about, like, racism, but there, it is moderately humorous that, you know, he's like, no, you know, it, it's like he has to put on a show. Like, see, I, I, I'm checking the white guy, too. Making sure the white guy not stealing. I saw this video on YouTube, and it was so funny to me, and I wish that I could share it with you. I can, audio-wise. I just can't let you see the video, but that's okay because I want you to really listen to what I'm going to play. It's this girl, and she's singing, and she's singing terribly, and she's got this little fucking toy chihuahua thing, this little dog, tiny little, tiny, tiny little dog, and she's singing to it. She's holding it in her hands, facing it, and she's like, and she's singing just awfully. And as she hits this note where she's like, oh, this dog whizzes right in her mouth. And I mean, it is like the bullseye of the fucking century. It not only goes directly to the center of her mouth, it hits her uvula. And <laughs> it starts throttling off of it. <laughs> so she's like, oh, I'm just trying to share something with you guys. Like, if you want to be on the same page as me, you got to understand it's the little things. And this is one of those little things. So I want to play the audio from it. Just, just listen for the for when the dog hits the fucking bullseye. That's so awesome. Okay, let's hear it again. And one more time. <laughs> Do you hear it? <laughs> I sent that to a friend of mine, and he got so mad at me. Like, I don't know why. I guess, like, some people freak out over certain things, and I understand that. Like, some people can't watch people throwing up. I think throwing up is hysterical. It's never, ever bothered me. Farting doesn't bother me. But, like, if I see things with holes in them, that really, like, makes me, like, so nauseous to my stomach. I don't know if you know what I mean, but I know it's a real phobia. I don't know what it's called, but things with holes in them. They like I can feel my skin crawling even talking about it. So I sent that to my friend. Yeah, the idea of getting whizzed in your mouth by a dog is absolutely repulsive. But, you know, it's, I don't know. I didn't think it was like that bad. It, I guess if I had seen a video of like a guy sleeping and he was snoring and a dog like squatted and dropped a deuce in his mouth, that would probably make me sick. But my friend, my unnamed friend, no, it's not A.A. Ron. He has no shame. He probably likes people to piss in his mouth. But he fires back at me, you know, like, why would you send that to me? That's so disgusting. And he was, like, legit mad. I'm like, geez, I just thought you'd find it funny. So, yikes. <laughs> but, no, I, I love seeing people vomit. And I have a lot of friends, 
especially my ex-wife, the devil, who think that vomiting is like they can't watch it. Makes them sick. I think it's so fucking funny. Like there's scenes in movies that I have to rewind over and over because of that. Remember I was talking about the little things. Let's see, two different instances I can think of that are hysterical to me. One is in Fight Club. Brad Pitt is uh, on top of the guy who owns the bar that they're fighting in, the basement of. And he's like shaking blood off of his mouth and his face onto the guy. And he's like, you don't know where I've been. You don't know where I've been. And then it cuts to the crowd. And this guy just like instantly bends over and pukes into a trash can. So it's like, you don't know where I've been. (laughs) I don't know if it's like the action of the guy like doubling over so quickly. Blood doesn't bother me. I mean, I don't like the sight of blood. I'm indifferent to it. Some people see blood and they pass out. Some people see blood and they say gross. Uh, I'm indifferent. I'm completely indifferent to blood. If I see it, it's like, okay, it's blood. I don't want it on me. But I used to tell my ex, you know, like how funny I thought that was. And I never understood why that guy threw up in the movie. And she was like, wouldn't you throw up if somebody was getting blood on you? And I was like, no, I don't think so. I think I would just be more inclined to physically remove him from me and try and get some hand sanitizer and drink it. And then there's another scene... And it is in the final season of The Sopranos, which, by the way, if you hadn't heard, Tony Sirico died. Peter Pauli Walnuts Gutierre is the character that he played. He was one of my favorite actors on my all-time favorite show, The Sopranos, and I am so absolutely destroyed inside to know that he has passed on. But fortunately, he lived a good, long, full life, and he gave us a lot of wonderful, wonderful theatrical things to watch. And God bless you, Tony Sirico. You're joining James Gandolfini with that big card game in the sky. Thank you for years and years of entertainment. So anyway, in the final season of The Sopranos, this character, uh, Phil Leotardo, I can't think of the actor's name off the top of my head, but he's been in everything. Goodfellas. Um, and he he's like the rival boss to Tony Soprano. And what happens is, once everybody starts getting whacked near the end of the season, because it's the final season, Phil's at a gas station. He's in the passenger seat. And guy comes up from the side of the car, shoots him in the head. He falls out of the car. You know, they're at the gas station. So he's like right next to the pump. He falls out of the car, and the car starts to inch backwards, okay, because the driver also got shot. So now the car is not in park, and it's slowly inching backwards. It inches backwards onto Phil's head and crushes it like a fucking watermelon. And it's so comical, not the crushing of the head. You don't actually see that, but you hear it. You see the car kind of take a little jump into the air at very slow pace, and then squish, crush, Gallagher watermelon sound and there's a guy on the other gas pump and he does that same doubled over vomit into the trash can as fight club it's all squish (laughs) and my ex used to get so fucking mad at me because I found that so funny again not the head crushing nothing funny about that but the fact that this guy puked I don't know. I mean, maybe, uh, I mean, if anything, if I saw someone's head get crushed under a car, I'd be more than likely just like, I'd have a panic attack and then I would never sleep again ever. But my first instinct wouldn't be to vomit. I loved back in the uh, early 2000s, there was a trend going around the, like, it was one of the first internet challenges that really took off. You know, it was the, you can't drink a gallon of milk challenge and you can't, it's not possible. It's a fact that the human body cannot drink a gallon of milk. Once you get about halfway through, your body says, nope, and it fucking refunds it. 
So there were these challenges all over YouTube and these grown ass men, we got gallons of milk and they're like, go. And then, you know, all five guys start chugging the milk and you're just like, wait for it. <laughs> and sure enough, there comes the puking of the milk. Again, another thing I found funny that no one else seemed to find funny. All right, let's take a quick commercial break and we will be right back in a second. You know, Jimbo, we've been walking a long time. Hey, you hush. Be home real soon. I, I can't. I, I just can't walk anymore. But hush. You hear that? Sounds like rattlesnake. Oh, my God. Ah! Oh, goodness. Hold, hold up. Hold up. Hold, ah! oh. right, hold still. Hold still. I'm going to suck the film out your butt. Oh, my butt? Yeah, I'm going to suck it right out of your butt. Just hold still. Oh, jeez. That... That doesn't feel like my butt. When you're walking through Texas and you come across a rattlesnake, the last thing you want is for your friend to be sucking your butt. That's why you should pick up some Jimbo's Anti-Venom to keep on you at all times. It's available at your local Bucky's truck stop. That's Jimbo's, so you don't have to suck the butt. Uh, all right, that is a damn fine product to have when you're out in West Texas. Let's talk about superheroes. Did you ever notice? <laughs> I hate when I start saying that. I don't ever know what to say in my show, you know, because like, I don't want to be so cliched like the old comics, you know. Did you ever notice? Or what is the deal? <laughs> like Jerry Seinfeld, I feel like a hack. I don't want to be a hack. I want to say, what's the deal? I want to say, do you ever notice? You say, no, you can't just lead into, no, how do you, how do you, how do you do it? Okay. Superheroes. We're going to talk about superheroes. There you go. How about that? <laughs> Still trying to say, did you ever notice? All right, here we go. Take two superheroes. Why? <laughs> what is the deal with superheroes? I got nothing. Okay. Okay. Take three. A long time ago, superheroes were very different. Hold on. I got to let the jelly bean in. Come on. Come on, bean bean. A long time ago, superheroes were very, very different. When Stan Lee and Bob Kane started making comics back in the 1940s, obviously there was a very consistent pattern to their work and their styles. They both were the same. For some reason, it always involved tights. I guess I could probably look it up and see why, but I didn't. Because I'm just going to kind of explore it in my own mind. What is the deal with the fucking tights? I understand that superheroes needed to look different. I understand that, you know, like if they just wore a white Hanes t-shirt and some Dickies and some Chucks, you know, that people are just going to be like, what's so fucking super about you until they shoot shit out of their eyes or whatever. You wanted them to have a cape. I don't know what started that. I don't know who, I don't know the history of capes either. You know, I've never owned a cape. Should I get one? I'm always in the market for something I've never owned before, and I've never owned or worn a cape, or a top hat, or a monocle, or a cane. I sound like I'm trying to dress as Mr. Peanut. Anyway, capes and tights. Now, if you notice, okay, now Bob Kane created Batman. Okay, that's DC. Stan Lee created all kinds of other, you know, X-Men and the Avengers and Spider-Man and a slew of obviously uh, tight-wearing superheroes. I guess DC was a little more tights-wearing, Superman, Batman, whatever. But why, why tights? Why the tights? 
This was the 1940s. All men wore suits and fedoras. I mean, you didn't have to. You, you didn't have to put them in tights. Like Superman wore his underwear on the outside. Why? He's literally wearing a banana hammock over blue tights. So unless that was like sewn onto his costume, he had to get into some sort of ballet blue onesie and then pull a red banana hammock up over <laughs> up over it. Fasten his cape, oil his hair, put on <laughs> boots that look like Wonder Woman's. I just got to think like when, you know, Superman grew up in the 1950s, a very conservative time in America. Children were very clean cut, buzz cut, button up shirts, chucks, slacks, you know, the milkman. And I got to think that in the 1950s, no matter how strong you are, no matter what kind of good you're doing for the public, I don't know if society would have been cool with a grown man flying into your town wearing fucking tights, much less a fucking speedo on the outside. Could you imagine in real life? He'd fly in. He'd be like, I'm Superman. They'd be like, yeah, super gay. There are so many things that you could have done instead. Like, uh, like bikers, right? Bikers existed in the fifties. They wore leather jackets and leather pants, you know, and they had beards. Could have looked like that. That's menacing. You know, it's, that's, that's tough looking, you know, fucking guy flies into town and he's got a leather vest and chains and shit. No, wait, that sounds gay too. Now I'm starting to just name village people. All right. How about the, how about he looks like Sherlock Holmes without that stupid double build hat, you know, like a dope ass, uh, trench coat, you know, not like the ones that the flashers wear. I'm talking about like the, you know, like the plush black, you know, really stylish trench coat. You have his hair slicked back. The trench coat's going to blow in the wind. Nice slacks on, some dress shoes, some wingtips. Comes into town, he's like, I'm Superman. And the women are like, yeah, you are. But tights? What was, what was the obsession with tights? And it wasn't just one character in the DC crew. Like Aquaman's wearing tights? Why is Aquaman wearing anything at all? He lives in the fucking ocean. What does he care? I can't believe there was never a superhero who went totally rogue and was like, you know, they're like, put some pants on. And he's like, make me like that could have been an entire movie. Like the nudist, like meanwhile in Gotham, Batman battles the nudist, you know, then Batman shows up and he's like, all right, nudist, I'm going to ask you for the last time, put some goddamn pants on or you're going to Arkham Asylum. He's like, hey, what's the matter, Batman? You don't like looking at my balls? <laughs> For fuck's sake, stop making me look there. Can you at least wrap a towel around that? That'd be a great movie, right? Like his whole shtick is just like embarrassing people that are modest. Like he doesn't rob banks. He doesn't murder people. He doesn't steal things. He just goes like around America streaking through like the biggest churches. He goes into like mega churches, gets up on stage, pushes the pastor off the stage. And he's like, get a load of this. Starts whipping it around in a circle. Women start fainting like Batman. We've got another sighting of the nudist. Oh no. This time he's in Salt Lake city. He's going after the Mormons. And you'll notice, right, like the comic book movies, as they started out, they wore the tights. 
And then, I mean, come on, look at the changes in the costumes that have been made. Can you imagine Jason Momoa wearing a green Speedo and black tights and an orange shirt with fish scales on it? He'd look ridiculous. Not to mention that Aquaman is the lamest character in the history of comic books. I'm sorry. But, like, even though Superman still wears the same Superman outfit, you can't change that. You just can't. But at least they made it not so tidy. Now it looks like some kind of flexible armor. And Batman used to wear all this blue and purple, and now he's black. He's black as the night. And he looks cool as shit now. All of the characters have had serious upgrades. Look at the stuff like Marvel's putting out now. Like, if you are a fan of the Avengers, but you weren't a fan until the movies came out, do your homework just for funsies. Google the characters like Thanos and look at what they used to look like. Thanos was a fucking joke. I know he was meant to be a badass in the comics, and I guess when you're six years old, they are. But, man, (laughs) it's so fucking stupid. They really, there were times when the comic book guys, like, must have been really getting high to come up with. Like, you look at the Suicide Squad. Now, mind you, there are a lot of awesome Suicide Squad characters. But Polka Dot Man, who is actually a badass. But you, there's characters they haven't introduced yet and probably never will. Like Calendar Man. The guy's got calendar pages taped to his fucking head. And then they had one character... And I don't think they ever said his real name, but in the very beginning of the new Suicide Squad movie, he has a belt buckle on and it says AFG. And then like his arms detach from his body and they go like trying to slap people who have guns. And then the people with guns just shoot the arms. And then he's over there like writhing in pain because his arms are being shot with bullets. Anyway, AFG stands for arm fall off guy. He was a real character in the comics he has actually another name i can't remember what it is but that's arm fall off guy and he would just take off his arm and he fucking beat people with it i mean like how lazy is that i mean at what point did they say no that's enough okay bob we're not gonna publish detachable penis man we're not gonna fucking make episodes of comics with some guy running around chucking his dong at children okay we have a comic book code here. That's not going to make it past the censors. Shazam, all of them, man. Golly, with the tights. Always with the tights. And you know what? Bob Kane and Stan Lee invented the superhero. I mean, sure, there have always been myths and lores and legends throughout the history of time and mankind, but superheroes in particular with capes and superpowers and things like that, that was an invention of those two gentlemen. They really honed it. And made it something that is a part of American culture. And they fucking went with tights. Why? Like, they could have done anything. No one told them they had to do tights. There was no board of directors who were like, we're going to need more tights. Okay? I'm sorry. These characters you made, they're way too masculine. So we're going to need you to fem it up a little bit. I mean, why not just put ballet slippers on them? All right, rant over. Thanks for listening to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I hope everybody has a wonderful, fantastical week. Please be safe out there in this heat. Try and survive. It is brutal, and I know it's not just Texas. My home office is in St. Louis, and I know those guys are cooking out there too. Fat Guy Loves Cake at Yahoo.com. If you have any comments, you want to tell me you love me, you like me, you hate me, tell me to fuck off, whatever. Everybody hug your children tight. Give your kitty cats a kiss from me. 
And please, for the love of God, will you all just be nice? I will see you on Wednesday.
up in my shit and 